0: Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Joe Cook, operating remote from uh, beautiful West Point, Mississippi. Justin Wells is with us today from beautiful Canton,
1: Texas. Justin, how are things going? It's it's nice, man. It's it's chilly outside. I don't know about Mississippi right now, but it, uh, it it's cold here, and I love it. You know me and football weather; we go together very well. Yeah, I
0: got this out of from uh, under my bed for the first time in a while. And uh, uh, I'm up by where the, I think where the Tom Bigby River is. And that's all one word, pretty weird. But, uh, you know, even though I'm out of town, I'm out of Austin, you're at home in Canton, Texas is on by, but it never really stops here with on Texas football. Um, you know, on Monday, Steve Sarkeesian talked about some of the things they're going to have to look forward to in the bye, And I think obviously the most important after going from training camp to, week one through three against three pretty good non-conference teams, including, or at least two pretty good non-conference teams, including Alabama to, you know, the first however many uh, games of the conference slate, they've been going since, you know, early August, late July. Uh, So obviously the most important thing for this week, this for the team this week, is probably just to to get healthy, rest, recuperate. I mean, even Steve Sarkeesian said they're probably going to have pretty light practices before they give some guys time to, you know, go home and see some family and, and rest up and recuperate because that's for these final four games, that's of huge importance.
1: I, you know, I think we were talking about it in one of our group chats. I I, I don't think the bye week could have come at a better time. You're right. These guys have been going nonstop since early August and, and, and just a confluence of, of injuries, uh, you know, kind of trying to get on the same page on the offensive side, you know, just there, there's so many little things that, a bye week can help you with, you know, DeMarvion said it after Stillwater, they got 13 or 14 days to start to get it right. to you know, refuel and recharge. And for me personally, I want to see these guys get healthy because like you said, that final four stretch is going to be, it's going to be tough. You know, we, we knew a couple of weeks ago that Texas was going to start their, their, their big 12 slate on the lighter side, and it was going to be a lot tougher on the end. So now we're going to see kind of where the progress is with this program. We're gonna see kind of what you know what they can put up or shut up when it comes to uh, you know finishing twenty twenty two solid. But right now, get healthy, regroup, recharge, and get ready for Manhattan because uh, the the purple Wildcats will be ready.
0: Yeah, it's always been tough for the Longhorns up there, and they're gonna to need to be at full strength. Um, and I think you know something we wrote about, something I wrote about, is specifically in the secondary. Um, Anthony Cook. First and foremost, you heard Steve Sarkeesian mentioned that, uh, uh, you know, confirming a lot of what we had written on in, in Inside Text is that they don't think it's going to be a super, you know, long-term injury. It's a broken forearm, which, hey, it's painful. I I did that too back when I was scooting around as a kid. Uh, but, you know, the the, week, the bye week comes at a good time, um, and, you know, it, it's something to where I, I don't want to ever, you know, question pain tolerance, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, but Steve Sarkeesian made it sound like, you know, maybe – Anthony Cook, if you put a big old club on it, could play. Uh, maybe he could go with the, the Rod Babers approach of nobody catching anything on that side of the field, not even him uh, trying to catch things with the club. Uh, so he's important, obviously, because as we saw, you know, Michael Taft, Keaton Crawford, um, and, you know, a, a host of other guys, they got a lot of snaps during that Oklahoma State game. Um, and it was something that, uh, you know, you, you could tell really affected them. Jaron Thompson and Jaday Barron especially, each playing over. 100 snaps so they need to have those frontline guys anthony cook specifically uh and then of course ryan watts um ryan watts had some issues uh you know staying staying on the field i remember i think it was a, the first play out of halftime uh he's over there and you know gets in his drop and then limps off with a cramp i think he was able to come back but um, having Austin, uh, you know, having Jameer Johnson back, getting Austin Jordan and Terrence Brooks more up to speed. Of course, that's going to be really important for the bye week. This whole bye week is going to be important for all the younger players. Uh, but you know, getting Anthony Cook and, and Ryan Watts healthy and making making sure that they have those front line five guys in the secondary, that's going to be key against all these opponents because of just you know, like you mentioned, they're the probably the class of the Big Twelve. Uh, I mean, they are the classic Big 12 with Kansas State and TCU uh, on the docket in these next couple weeks.
1: The secondary to me is is the storyline you really want to watch because we've seen how creative they have to be in the last few weeks. And we've seen where you've seen a few players flash. We've seen Terrence Brooks flash. We've seen Austin Jordan flash. In the same time, we've seen obvious confusion, which is going to happen when you have to mix and match your back end. Uh, thankfully for Texas they have such a strong defensive front that helps a lot that that takes away a lot of pains but it's not so much getting on the same page in that back end as it much as it is getting healthy Joe you know like we said you know Ryan Watts this is the second time he's been dinged up Jaron Thompson and Jade Barron playing 100 plus snaps in the last game is absolutely ridiculous. Um You want to make sure Jalen Gilbo kind of check on him, see what see, kind of, we'll have something on him soon. And and so that's secondary to me, and especially in the Big 12. You know, it, it gets the reputation for being the, you know, pro offense, not so defensive thing. And that, that's, that's been debunked for the last few years. But they can still throw the ball. And and here's the thing, Kansas State, you, you, you don't have to worry about it as much with K-State. That's more of a Deuce Vaughn ground control type deal. TCU, buddy. When they come to Austin, they're going to bring a really good offense. They're going to bring a really good running back in Kendra Miller. They're going to bring a fantastic wide receiver in Quentin Johnston, a guy the Houston Texans are actually very fond of. And so, and then you get into to, to KU and Baylor. But getting healthy is big. You just got to get healthy. And, and and at this point, a lot of these young guys, they're 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 not. I wouldn't call some of these guys freshmen anymore. I think Terrence Brooks, I think you wrote something about uh, guys losing their shirt. He might, I think that might be coming up for him in this next game. Uh, I'd be curious about Austin Jordan as well, kind of what his his status is, but you know what? These are going to be great opportunities for these young guys too, because you get to always with college football. The cool thing is you're always a creature of the moment, but you can always see a a couple of years ahead of what's going to, what could be coming down the line. And so for this group, Man, if they finish strong, this top five recruiting class signs intact, everything's good, and it, 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 it's just a trickle-down effect from that From that standpoint. But, man, th- like we said, this bye week couldn't have come at a better time. Get healthy, regroup, refocus, and get ready for a, a, a tough stretch. Yeah, and, of
0: course, you want to go into the bye week with, with a win uh, just to you know have that good feeling. Uh, it stinks that Texas couldn't, for their own sake, couldn't do that for themselves. Uh, but like hmm. you mentioned, you, you, you hinted at that earlier. It helps guys like Demarvian Overshone, He says, I'm ready to go and you know, get this taste out of my mouth. Quinn, Quinn Ewers said that. And honestly, nobody needs that more on this team than him right now after turning in one of those freshman performances that All a right. lot of us expected him to have throughout the course of the year. So um, light practices, You know, it's a good way to recuperate, still address things that you need to work on um you know maybe you you hope and you emphasize if you're steve sarkeesian like guys i know it's halloween i know it's halloween weekend it's fun but hey sure. we have a football game to play and we need all of you here so uh, i bet that was a message I was provided you know i think we even saw that uh rashawn johnson tweeted out he was going to go see port nature's groves play their big rival in in yeah. niederland uh so uh, that they'll, you know, a lot of guys will go home, see family. That's one thing that Steve Sarkeesian really emphasized is seeing did family. You see what, did you see what the
1: team did yesterday? Yeah, they've done community service this week, right? What did they right. do yesterday? So they went, I believe they went to Zavala Elementary School. And and it was really good because these guys, the lady, the, one of the teachers said she had never had the entire team at her school before. And I'm thinking, my goodness, they rolled deep into that mm-hmm. into that place. But it was really good to see that side of them, Joe, to see that they are human. The football games are not the end-all, be-all on Saturdays. It's a bigger picture going on in this program. And, and I like that, that camaraderie is there. I like that when Bijan and Quinn, we see what happens on Saturdays, they're still regular people on, on during the week and, and going and reaching out and doing that kind of stuff. And so I wanted to interject that because – uh, I caught that yesterday on Instagram off a of Texas Post, and it's a really good little video uh, of them going around. And, and you see Quinn Ewers coloring with a little girl. You see Ryan Watts <laughs> talking to some kids. You see Keandre Coburn teaching the gritty to somebody again. And so, man, it, it gets perspective. It gives you a pretty fresh, you know, slap of perspective. And I think we all need that. Yeah. One of my favorite things to say is, you know, there, are there are
0: humans under that uniform. There are humans under that helmet and yeah. uh, Texas going and doing community service. Obviously that does it. that's a great thing to show that aspect of the game and the sport. And, you know, I think with, with NIL, we've seen, you know, players who are, have been able to show more of themselves. Uh, the community service aspect has always been around. It, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was something that was associated with the neighborhood longhorn program which has been around for a long time and uh helps schools throughout the austin area especially i think what she said zavala elementary but man that that must be so awesome and yeah it, it just shows that you know there's there is more to football in the football program that's what they're paid for that's what their scholarships for but they're able to use the the platform that wearing the burnt orange and white gives them and uh no better time for that than the bye week and you know just for some morale boost to feel good to do good it's it's good to see as they're trying to again recuperate that's a break from the game you know yeah football's tough it's a grind in this sport you go from however many weeks straight from august to you know late december if you're in a bowl to a couple of weeks off to boom you're right back in winter conditioning and then spring football and then you're right back in summer conditioning it it is not easy being a college football player Uh, So I'm glad that they've, you know, been able to use their recuperation time in order to, you know, not only help themselves, but help others. And again, go see family, go see friends and uh, be back on on Sunday ready to hit Kansas State prep hard. Um, Another thing, you know, with that with that program is it also kind of illustrates that uh, the, the coaches, the same thing applies for them. Uh, we're going to try and get on Inside Texas this week, find out where coaches are hitting the road. This is a prime week for them to go recruit. We already know Steve Sarkeesian likes to head out of town on Thursdays uh, just so he can, you know, go see p- players who are playing, find that game, uh, and then on Friday be with his team. Uh, with guys being able to go home for the weekend, there's no responsibilities, I guess, for Steve Sarkeesian on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, other than to go find some guys. And that just applies to his whole staff too. So, uh be on the lookout on inside Texas uh can't believe we didn't mention this you still have that one dollar uh for four months deal going on great opportunity to go check that out and see all the recruiting information but uh one thing that's always kind of lost during the bye week is that it's huge for recruiting because uh it allows for coaches to go create face time not just with the class committed uh but also with guys that they're after whether committed or uncommitted so um, Justin, like I said, we're going to try and find out uh, that information. See where Steve is going to go. Typically, he goes to see uh, he goes to see all sorts of different targets, but commits are his uh, are I, his strong suit. So. so, but if you're if you're Steve Sarkeesian, where in Texas are you going to go, or do you go across the river and go check out a couple games in
1: Louisiana? No, I'm going to Desoto Duncanville on Friday night. If I'm Steve Sarkeesian, I'm going to watch Jonte Cook play against the best competition he's going to face this year. Um, if I'm Kyle Flood, I'm probably going to Copper's Cove to watch Harker Heights uh, O-line commit Jaden Chapman play against the number one offensive lineman for uh, 2024, Michael Uni. Um, unfortunately, Cedric Baxter's injured, so Coach Choice can't go see him, but he cannot, he could hightail it with with, um, with Sartre to, to watch Trey Wisner with DeSoto. They can also check out Colin Simmons, the big-time edge 2024 uh, for, for the for Duncanville as well, and so, yeah, there's some good games this 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 week. It starts to it starts today. There, there, a lot. There's some bad weather coming, and so they have moved a ton of games to Thursday, which uh, it, that, that's going to just open up a lot more opportunities for guys to go see. But man, if I'm Sark, I'm hitting DeSoto, Duncanville. That's going to be a party. That's going to be a ball game. Both those teams are, are stacked. DeSoto seven and one, Duncanville seven and zero. That's the game to be at, sort. Yeah, you got top guys in 2024.
0: Like you said, Colin Simmons, you got Texas commits and Trey Wisner and Jonte Cook. And yeah, that's the best part. Jonte Cook gets a lot of attention from opposing defenses, and that helps Trey Wisner. Uh, but Jonte is good enough to go ahead and also make plays. And this is probably going to be the best, one of the best secondaries he plays. Uh, you know, Duncanville's always talented. That side, 20, right? Yeah, so right by each other right on I-20. Absolutely. Uh, it's going to be a great, great atmosphere for that one. And uh, is that one you're going to check out?
1: That one? Well, I'm actually headed, I'm going to head to DeSoto today. I'm actually going to try to beat the crowd, so to speak. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a ton of people at Duncanville DeSoto. And I like to get a little more one-on-one with recruits. And so I'm actually going to hit practice today up in DFW. And I'm going to go up to DeSoto and see those guys check in on John T. Cook, check in on Trey Wisner, uh, just kind of, Calm the masses there, and so yeah, I'm trying to get a little. I'm trying to get a little edge there. I don't. I I know there's going to be a ton of of media there tomorrow night, and I, I think you get the best information when when you you don't go around and you know when there's a big glob of, of reporters from game to game, and so yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go see those guys today. Actually, awesome.
0: I remember we went to that Duncanville spring game a couple of years ago, uh, and there Where'd was. You the, go with me? It was yeah. like a college coaching convention there. So many different guys on the sidelines. Uh, I bet it's going to be similar for, for Duncanville and DeSoto. So uh, we've got Texas uh, commits their, their schedule over on Inside Texas put together by... Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Uh, yeah. That guy, right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, there we go. Technology oh, yeah. right there. Uh, but, you know, looking at the the FBS slate, and specifically the Big 12 slate, uh, you know, it is... Even though it's a bye week, there's a lot of really important games going on in the Big 12. And I think, you know, even though it's uh, not the first game of the day, the most important game of the Big 12 slate this weekend, Oklahoma State at Kansas State. Uh, you've got two teams, both have well, – Oklahoma State has one loss. Uh, Kansas State has two losses. Um, and this will help determine who's going to be right behind TCU – uh in the Big 12 race and yeah. you know it, it is a 2:30 game so it'll give the the good people of middle kansas some time to get ready for it but uh this is going to be probably one of the more entertaining games in, in the conference this year and part of me wonders if it's going to be a little bit of a slog just because of you know the way these two teams operate um how you know it, it kind of seems like one team's strengths goes against the other team's weaknesses and vice versa Oh no, oh, yeah, you got two electric players who are going to be on that football field and and Spencer Sanders and Deuce Vaughn going at it to try and score points for their team.
1: I think that game is important, Joe, because obviously Texas gets Kansas State the next weekend. So you always, you know, you pay attention to that. But if you're a Texas fan and you're thinking about do the Horns have a shot at the Big 12 championship game, this is the game you circle because this could have. Since they lost to Oklahoma State, Texas is going to, you know, Sark mentioned, I believe it was on Monday, that you know they have to take care of their own business. Well, their own
0: yard, yeah,
1: yeah. There's going to be some. There's got to be some other business happening too for this to, to, to come to fruition. And so uh, for Texas, you know, Kansas State <laughs> beating Oklahoma State would help them. That would that would be a a, a big help uh, if TCU because I don't know if TCU has two losses on their schedule the rest of the year. And so you're right. Like these things, we're at the point in the season now where each weekend the games are big. They are impactful on what's going to happen. Who's going to get to Dallas that first weekend in December? And so I think this is going to be also a good indicator because we saw a really dinged up Oklahoma State team, and they 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 really they they really it's it's that TCU loss I think still lingers to those guys because if you go back and watch it, this is a team that shouldn't have that shouldn't have been an L. And so I, I, I I'm really. I think you picked the right game. I think that's going to be the one that's going to really show us exactly where these where these teams are. But as a Texas fan, you know, in the bye week, I'm paying attention to that game because if you want to be in Dallas for the Big 12 championship, there's got to be some, – some, you got to take care of your own house, but you got to make sure that there's some other things going on in the neighbor's yard as well to help you out. And, man, I don't think – you know, going to Manhattan, Kansas is tough for any for any road team. I personally enjoy covering games in Manhattan. They have You're the a, only one. They have a giant – okay, first <laughs> of all, when you pull in, the parking is easy, which for guys of you and I in this job, that is a big thing. Parking is not bad. They have a ginormous dairy farm, like right across the street, which, I mean, that that is home. That's home, man. You got to love that. And then the fans. I remember going in, getting fed uh, by the tailgates. They couldn't have been any cooler. And then coming out, obviously, usually after a Texas loss, <laughs> they're offering you more. They, they feel bad. And I, so I, I always like that crowd up there. And it always gave Texas a little bit of fits. But yeah, this this is it's going to be a fun weekend. You know, it, it, it's not just a bye week for Texas. It's kind of a bye week for us.
0: We, yeah, no we, doubt. We, I'm we, in Mississippi. Yeah, we stay working.
1: We actually we have we have we have a handful of things that we're going to drop on Friday and Saturday, and so we're actually we, we've got a lot of stuff in the in the mix. So we don't actually take a bye week, but it gives us a chance to kind of recalculate and refocus yeah. and and, and kind of get on the same page. And I think that's why we've had so much good creative content at Inside Texas this week from our trusted managing editor Joe Cook right here. And so, man, it's uh, football weather. Um, you know, DeSoto, Duncanville tomorrow night. I'm gonna try to check out Tyler High and Longview tonight. Derek McFaul from from Tyler High continues to talk to Texas. Texas is also talking to Taylor Tatum, tailback out of out of Longview a little bit more. I'm gonna try to check those guys out tonight. Like I said, a lot of games were were shifted uh, because of some bad weather that's supposed to come tomorrow to to the East Texas region. So, yeah, man, Mississippi. It don't matter yeah. where you're at, you can always tune in to inside Texas. Exactly, we'll have our other game strand
0: going pretty strong. Thank you to Duval Horn for that, and two other, or there are three other games on that Big Twelve slate. The early slate, uh, eleven a.m. You got TCU at West Virginia. Uh, TCU just looking to you know continue its march through the conference. West Virginia has been super up and down. I know. You know, you'll go a- ahead and it, it's a weird deal. Uh, you know, it, it's not because of like just de- debilitating injury. Save for that corner. Uh, They have a lot of the main pieces of their offense uh, and the running back who went down during the Texas game. Uh, You know, they have a lot of the main pieces of their offense, but it's just not coming together for Neil Brown. And there's not a hotter team in the country right now
1: than TCU,
0: but it's in Morgantown.
1: That feels like a trap game. You know how this conference is. It's nuts. It's upside down sometimes. And as bad as West Virginia has looked at times, I almost feel like JT Daniels, we've seen instances where he looks great. That offense really has a flow to it, regardless of being able to run the ball. They've got a pair of receivers that are pretty talented. And and like I said, Daniels is a future NFL quarterback. We've mentioned that. This has the feeling of a trap game because TCU is obviously expected to go in there and and get business done, but it's college football. It's it's Halloween weekend. Spooky stuff happens. And it ain't just my son dressing up as a ninja on Monday. <laughs> it's it, it, it's a bunch of it, it can be a, a lot of crazy stuff. And so I, I, uh, I'm I I'm going to call an upset there. Really? I, I think West Virginia, those are a kink, the chink in the in the in the, in the wrench. You know? <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that was that was an interesting. What are the other ones? So, yeah, that, that'd be quite an upset.
0: TCU's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite even going on the Only road. Seven and
1: seven-and-a-half? That then, tells uh, you, Joe, if it's a possession game, even Vegas thinks that thing can twist with one play. So the other 11 a.m. game, you've got the uh,
0: stoppable force versus the movable object with OU heading to Ames. And that defense, the Oklahoma defense, versus the Iowa State offense um, should be TVMA. <laughs> because it's going to be it's going to be pretty bad. Uh, OU enters as a one point favorite. Um, Dylan Gabriel being back all obviously helps. Eric Gray, I don't think there's been enough talk about what he's been able to do this year for for Oklahoma. Uh, I think he's averaging, you know, a, a very strong number, yards per carry. And a lot of that has to do with the offense, but hey, you need the players to play in that offense. And, and Eric Gray's been Eric Gray has been been asked to do a lot. Um, but that defense, it's tough. I mean, Texas was able to run over it in the in the end, uh, but it's it's still a tough defense. It's well coached, and uh, I'm really curious to see how those wide uh, those wide splits with Jeff Levy's offense fares against John Heacock's defense. Should be a lot of fun uh, up in Ames. And then the last one, you have BU versus TT. Baylor. The, Joe, the Joey McGuire Bowl. The Joey McGuire Bowl, Baylor is heading to Tech, 630 on ESPN2. Uh, man, both these teams are really intriguing. Like, it's just – this is the game, I think, that really speaks to the depth of the Big 12 more than anything. Yeah. Baylor, it's not having the year they probably wanted coming off the Big 12 title and after making the change to to Blake Shapin, but they're still a good team. They still have – you know, they have this running back who, wow, where'd this guy come from And Richard Reese, and then Texas Tech. Don't worry no, about
1: Belleville people.
0: On on, <laughs> on offense, you know Texas Tech. No matter what quarterback is out there, whether it's Donovan Smith, Baron Morton, or Tyler Shook, man, they move the ball. It, it's pretty impressive. So Baylor and Tech is going to be an interesting one. I'm glad this one has finally. I, I I bet this happened a few years ago, and I think it did. It just shows that's been a little off my radar. This one deserves to be either at McLean or at Jones AT and T. It's in Lubbock this time. It does not deserve to be at AT&T Stadium and Jerry World because that just sanitizes what's a pretty good matchup between these two schools.
1: I, you know, I, I understand the, the marketing side of doing those games, those neutral site games, you know, with A&M and Arkansas doing that, trying to get that Dallas DFW, you know, Metroplex area with recruiting and, and, and things of that sort. But I'm glad Baylor and Texas Tech are, are going back to where they used to be. You know, showing up on the, each other's campus every other every other season. Texas Tech is really an interesting team because I think they're playing over their head this year. I think they are. I think Joey McGuire is absolutely getting the most out of that bunch up there. And what I'm seeing is if they put some defensive guys around that program, they're going to be pretty strong in the future. Uh, Joey knows what he's doing. You know, he's mm-hmm. he, this is a guy that, that, that's been through the wars in Texas high school football, and he understands how to handle this stuff. They did a really good thing over the last week where the staff at Tech would reach out to players, coaches throughout the state and thank them for how, you know, giving them that player or helping that player along or, you know, helping develop that player to get to that point at Texas Tech to become a better guy. I thought that was huge. That's a big thing in recruiting, Joe. You do little things like that, that 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 usually manifests and 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 turns out to a, a you know stealing kids late in cycles sometimes or flipping a kid that you wouldn't expect to flip, and so I know one of the, one of the top Texas targets for 2024 running back Jacoby Williams out of Beckville, uh, he told me on Monday he's taking an unofficial visit to to Lubbock on Saturday. Texas Tech's offered him, Baylor's offered him. He took the tickets. He's going out there. And so that's a guy to, to pay attention to, because we know Coach Choice in Texas really likes Williams offered him back in the spring. They talked to him on the regular basis. He was there for Texas, Alabama in September. But, um, enough, you know, we, we say enough about Joey, but, you know, Dave Aranda's got a he's it's it's a weird you're right. They're having a weird year in Waco. Um, some games you would expect them to win. They don't. Some they pull out that you ne- didn't necessarily think. And then they got this little running back named Richard Reese that he is going to be hell for the next few seasons. That dude, that's <laughs> – Abram Smith has the, – the ghost has been found. Like this, this <laughs> dude juke it and go. And so I like these games. And that's the fun thing. And, and this is something that people don't understand from what you and I and, and what we do on a regular basis our Saturdays are so full for Texas that we don't often get to see much of what's other stuffs going on. Now we're in the mix all the time, so we see it on social media or on our forum because we have the best uh, fans in the community. But this is fun because we get to watch some of the games. You actually get to sit back and and soak in what you know what, what you're seeing. And so for me, I always enjoy that. Always getting to kind of you kind of get to catch up on the conference and see where everybody's at. And and you, you you mentioned the slate of games and I'm telling you, that that TCU West Virginia game has trap written all over it. And that's not I'm not talking about Travis Scott. I'm telling you, like this this could happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that, that kind of wraps up the Big 12. There's some what, other what? good games around the country, too. Oh, okay, uh, I was going to make sure. I was going to see how other games I'm, you're going to hit. Just checking the top 25, Ohio State travels to Penn State. I don't think that'll be close. Florida plays Georgia in the first cocktail party for Billy Napier. Kentucky at Tennessee. See if the balls can keep it going. That's a trap game too. Michigan State and Michigan. Ole Miss goes to A&M. And then uh, Stanford and UCLA. Something, I don't know, I got a weird feeling about that one. Uh, of course, we got the, the World Series also this weekend, which I know you and I both, and our great producer Matt Hutchinson will be tuned into. So, Justin, I'm a, I don't really have the, my my handy Iowa notebook in front of me, and someone just drove the fairway in front of me. So, uh, anything else you want to you want to wrap up before uh, we? No, get I think back we. I think you week? caught up
1: with me last week. I think you caught up with me. So, by the time next week when we when we do this again on Thursday morning for our Thursday morning show. Um, I think we're gonna be even going down the final stretch. Uh, you you started strong, I had to catch up. then I sort of separated from you a little bit and, and you're catching up and so that's the fun of, of, of all that fun stuff. but yeah, is it Friday night game one? Friday night game one? Houston or Philly or or, or Philly
0: Houston first two, Philly next three and then Houston for the last uh, six and seven if necessary. So
1: give me your give me your gut what you're thinking because i i thought this real have, quick this has a washington quick. nationals feel a little uh, bit don't to put it. that on me Houston I'm 5 putting, i'm not putting that on i don't mean to put that on you i'm just saying this this it, it's almost because the nationals were a team that kind of got hot towards the end of the year and, ran, in into, five. and ran, to, ran into the playoffs the way they did um but i'll be honest with you i think this houston team is better than the one that played the nationals and it's because of addition by subtraction. I think Jeremy Pena at shortstop is a difference maker, not just on the field, but because there's no Correa in that locker room. And, and I know Houston fans have you know varied opinions on that, but I think this is a better Houston team. I really do. And I'll say this, it is so hard to not root for Dusty Baker. It's you awesome. have no soul. If you can't find some love for that guy who has been, you know, in baseball for his whole life, incredible dude, you know, this I, I'm eager for it. I know Matthew's going to our producer. He's a big Philadelphia Phillies fan. He, he's going to see this and, and and make his faces. But I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think it's going to be fun. I think the Astros are the team of, of, of major, major League Baseball in the last five or six years. Me being a Texas Rangers fan, that stings a little to say, but I'm also a Texan. And so I have nothing but love for those group. But I, I got to get your take on that kind of where you think that series is going to go. I think it's Astros
0: and five. I really do. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm excited. Going to try and watch as much as I can while out here in Mississippi. And should be a great time. Just got to trust that pitching. And hey, if that top of the lineup wakes up, it's going to be great. So, Justin, we've been at it for about 30 minutes. It's been beautiful out here in, in <laughs> West Point, Mississippi. I'm going to go you enjoy a, a little time? bit of it. Uh, <laughs> not till not till Saturday. So, uh, be sure, of course, to like this video, subscribe to the channel, help us get our uh, subscriber numbers up we're doing great there and thank you so much for uh doing all that and, and staying with us with bobby with trey with everybody uh make sure you check out inside texas again one dollar for four months of of insight from me justin eric uh, bobby ian paul everybody jerry uh and again thank you, you to our jerry. producer again <laughs> and thank you to our producer matthew hutchinson so for justin wells i'm joe cook thank you for watching on texas football and we will see you next time